Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, we have our week in review, and we have other news, and that's coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today is Friday, December 17th, 2021. Wow, what a day. I've already had two interviews, uh, two phone calls. It's 1130, and I am just starting to make this podcast. It's coming out late today. Uh, There's nothing I can do about it. Some things that I really want to talk about today. First, I'm going to start posting on SoundCloud, so SoundCloud listeners can now have it. If you missed the last week of episodes, it's because, again, I said that we were changing servers, and, well... (laughs) They they messed up. The new server place, hosting place, messed up, and they couldn't post on SoundCloud, even though they told us they could. So I'm sorry if you missed last week's episodes. We have sorted it out. I just have to do double work. But that's okay. I'm going to do it for you. Also, please send me an email, Aaron at decrypt.co, and tell me what you want the podcast to sound like in 2022. Any idea is acceptable. Tell me to add things, take things away, change things. It doesn't matter. I want to know what you want for this show in 2022. And finally, I got a lot of emails about Sherrod Brown and his thoughts on stablecoins. And so now I'm going to read them right now to you. First one says, Matthew, I used to be on your side about wanting more regulations in the stablecoin and crypto industry. However, it has become very apparent that those in Congress have no idea what they're talking about in the crypto space. (laughs) That's... That's, that's true. The thought of handing power over to a single person who is not elected, such as the head of the FDIC, is even more frightening. The beauty of the crypto space is the lack of government control. The straw that broke the camel's back, however, is when Senator Brown says that the crypto space is worth almost $3 trillion and that's too much money to risk, and then says we should pass the Build Back Better bill, which is almost $3 trillion of government spending. Am I the only one that sees the hypocrisy in that? Why are politicians mixing or even bringing the Build Back Better bill into the conversation with stablecoins? It further shows that they don't know what they're doing. Sadly, Jonathan. That is a very, very good point. They have nothing to do with each other. Why are we talking about stablecoins and then talking about Build Back Better bills? It's like you're 100% right. They don't belong in the same conversation. Unless we're talking about the Build Back Better DAO. Anyway... (laughs) Next one comes from Eric. Eric says, good evening, Matthew. I just finished listening to the podcast, and I have a few thoughts on Congressman Sherrod Brown. First of all, he and the majority of the Democrats sound like he's half-educated about the crypto space. However, he does make a point about people using some of the staking platforms and the difficulty of them trying to take profits. Also, I've yet to hear both parties try to come up with a viable solution for affordable housing for a great deal of Americans. And that's what Eric says. And finally, Andrew says... Regarding Sherrod Brown, he has a lot of great points and we should all definitely be protected, but he sounds very out of touch and he's trying to throw the baby out with the bathwater. He literally broke my heart when he said that blockchain has promises to decentralized currency, but none of those promises have come true. 
not his fault, but he comes from financial privilege and does not understand that what it's like for 4 billion people in this world that live under authoritarian rule. I propose he live under the Sudanese dollar for one week, then tell us what he thinks about Bitcoin. And that's from Andrew. Everybody that wrote in, I want to say thank you very much for your points. Everybody, I actually got some text messages and DMs as well about this. Um, and everybody's asked me, so what's your point of view on this? And well, okay, so I don't want to comment on every line that Sherrod Brown said in his statement. What I will say is that I do think that we need to make sure that there's regulations for stable coins. If they're backed by the dollar, then they should be backed by the dollar. If they're not backed by the dollar or stocks or any kind of other like asset then we should make a list of assets that is acceptable and how they're going to be used. As he said in his statement, the 2008 crash was because all of these mortgages, these backed mortgages were backed by crap. And we don't want that same thing to happen with stable coins. And that's a very valid point. However, I, I do think that we are not taking into account that this is an early space, that we're not taking into account that there's a lot to work out, that we're not taking into account that the government has been the roadblock with a lot of development of People coming out to just develop, innovate, and try to figure out integrations with the current financial systems. And so a lot of the work that should be getting done is not getting done because of lack of regulations and lack of willingness to make regulations and welcome this new industry. A lot of fear, uncertainty, doubt coming from the government and the way that they're approaching the crypto space and stable coins and the emergence of uh, these different asset classes or these different financial products. I was on a live, a YouTube live yesterday with Decrypt. And one of the talking points is that stable coins could debase the dollar. And I just said on this live on YouTube, but stable coins are usually matched to the dollar. It's the USDT. It's USDC. It's BUSD. And so the most of the stable coins are pegged to the dollar. I mean, what is more empowering to the US dollar than making a whole digital financial system pegged to the dollar? I don't know how that's going to ruin the dollar, but only make it stronger and make it more flexible to be in more places at once, even in the metaverse. So what I say is figure out what a pegged stable coin means. What assets should be supporting it? Make some rules, allow banks and institutions to adopt them, allow companies to adopt them, allow the crypto space to work with it, and let's build this industry and see where it goes. Facebook, Web3, decentralized, centralized metaverses, NFTs in companies and brand synergies and banking and, of course, Bitcoin being the digital gold. Let's not stop. Let's not stop the conversation. Let's keep building. That's what I say. Now, to those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And I'm recording this at 11.50 Eastern Standard Time, super late in the day. I am so behind. Bitcoin is bloody again at $46,840, down 3.8% in 24. Ethereum is at $3,900 even, down 4.8%. Binance Coin is at 558, down 2.4%, Tesla's in the number four spot, and Solana's at 178, down 3.7. Running off the top 10, we have Cardano, USDC, XRP, Avalanche, and Luna. Total market cap, we're at 2.19 trillion, a BTC dominance of 40.5, and an F dominance of 21.2. And now it's time for Coin of the Day. Our Coin of the Day is Proxima X. Proximal X, that's a pretty cool name, by the way, ranked number 898 on CoinMarketCap. The ticker is XP. 
PX. The price is 0.0027 cents, up 4% in 24. Market cap is 16.7 million. Fully diluted market cap is 24.7 million. There is 6.1 billion XPX in circulating supply. Looks like around 60% is in circulation. The all-time high for this token is 0.007 cents. It's down 61% since then, sets three years ago. Its all-time low was two years ago, and it is up 600% from that 0.0038 cents. You can buy it on Mexi and PancakeSwap. So what does this coin do? Proxima X is an enterprise-grade infrastructure and development platform that integrates blockchain technology with distributed and decentralized service layers, storage, streaming, database, and super contracts. Built on improving technologies, it's an all-in-one, easy-to-use platform which can be extended with more service layers without compromising performance. Proxima X is available in private, public, and hybrid network configurations. That's pretty cool, actually. Anyway, this is rank number 898. Ticker XPX on Coin Market Cap. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Moving into this week's biggest headlines. So this week, as we remember, a board ape was sold for $3,015. And you go, wow, what's the big deal? Well, the big deal is that it was valued at $300,000. And that is 1% of its value. 1%. The owner bought this NFT for one Ethereum in May on May 30th of this year, and Ethereum was trading at around $2,290. The NFT was meant to be listed at a price of 75 ETH, which was about $300,000 at that time. But instead, the hodler accidentally listed the price as 0.75 ETH. How did it happen? A lapse of concentration, said the NFT hodler, Max. I'd list a lot of different items every day and just wasn't paying attention properly. I instantly saw the error as my fingers clicked the mouse, but the bot said sent, and a gas fee of 8F was paid, so it was instantly sniped up before I can click cancel. And just like that, $250,000 was gone. So that means the buyer spent 8.75 Ethereum, just under $35,000, to scoop up a $300,000 board ape. Now, one of the questions that everybody's asking right now is that, was this really a mistake? And the thing is, is who knows? You know, if you make such big gains on a board ape and you want to maybe cash out or sell it, it's really hard to sell and then put $300,000 in your bank and the government go, oh, that's normal. Especially since you are known to buy and sell NFTs. Maybe this is your biggest NFT. So isn't it possible that you just kind of like sell it to yourself in a wallet that nobody knows? It's anonymous, an anonymous wallet. You have that NFT. That, that wallet sells the NFT, you claim a loss on your taxes. Oops, we had a mistake, but instead you're still hot in the NFT. This is kind of like why people are wondering if we should whitelist wallets or what's happening around the NFT space if there's some kind of money laundering or tax evasion going on because it's a very easy transaction to kind of get away with just selling your NFT for cheap and still having your NFT. Anyway, just food for thought. 
This week, the Stellar Development Foundation announced that the Stellar blockchain will be used to pilot an electronic version of the national currency of Ukraine. The CBDC, or Central Bank Digital Currency, is something that the National Bank of Ukraine has been exploring since 2017. This pilot project will serve as a technological basis for the issuance of electronic money and is the next key step to advance innovation of payments and financial infrastructure in Ukraine, said the Deputy Minister of Digital Transformation. France is the furthest along when it comes to any European nation. It recently ran a cross-border payment settlement in conjunction with a Swiss bank. Outside Europe, obviously, we all know China is trying out their CBDCs, and they have CBDC ATMs in Beijing and Shanghai. And here's a cool little site for you. The CBDTracker.org. Sorry. CBDCTracker.org. That's what it is. As we all should have heard by now, CoinMarketCap had a major glitch this week, showing over $800 billion Bitcoin, $43 billion Ethereum, Trust wallets, Exodus wallets, Coinbase were all affected. People were rushing going, I'm rich. Anyway, this goes to show you why we need to have a decentralized, multi-node, multi-confirmation data source algorithm, or Oracle maybe, uh, trying to find the best price data for Bitcoin. So if there is ever a glitch like this, then we can easily confirm it with other sources to know that there's this one source that's kind of acting up. We don't want Coinbase to show erroneous prices and everybody starts selling their Bitcoin thinking they're rich when they're really not, especially since the price actually went down. Crypto scams are up to $7.7 billion in 2021, according to blockchain data from Chainalysis. Per Chainalysis's 2022 crypto crime report, revenues from crypto scams were up in 2021, and they were up 81% over the previous year, with rug pulls accounting for 37% of all crypto scam revenue, up from 1% in 2020. All in all, rug pulls accounted for $2.8 billion worth of stolen crypto. Although crypto scams are up in 2021 from 2020, they're not as high as 2019 where they approached $10 billion in stolen funds. Where are these stolen funds going? Exchanges and DeFi. Now into some new headlines. Justin Sun will step down from his role as CEO of the Tron Foundation, the organization behind the blockchain network by the same name, Tron, that he founded in 2017. Justin Sun, he would join the government of Granada as its new full-time ambassador to the World Trade Organization. It isn't clear how Sun landed the government job in a small Caribbean island, but we tried to reach out to Granada's government and they didn't immediately respond. So we have no clue actually how this came to fruition, what's going on. Honestly, with knowing Justin's son and his track record, I don't know if I actually believe this, (laughs) but we'll see. I'm not an expert on Bitcoin, but I think it has some merit as a small portion of a portfolio, says Ray Dalio, billionaire, and he has Bitcoin. It has been an amazing accomplishment, he says, for Bitcoin to have achieved what it has done. From writing that program, not being hacked, having it work, and haven't it adopted the way it has been. It's almost a younger generation's alternative to gold, and it has no intrinsic value, but it has imputed value in it, therefore has some merit. Ray Dalio, are you becoming bullish? Melania Trump, <laughs> a name that I never thought would be in this news about crypto, but the former first lady of the United States revealed her NFT collection on Solana. Trump announced her plans this morning, and she's selling a painting called Melania's Vision. 
by an artist named Marc Antoine Cologne. I don't think I said that right, but I tried my best. And it's available through her website from today through December 31st. It sells for a price of one soul, currently worth about $185. She plans to release additional NFT collections in the future. Trump said that the NFT initiative will support her Be Best public awareness program and that she would donate an unspecified portion of the proceeds to the NFT sale to assist children going out of the foster care system which actually is a very big thing. We need people to pay attention to children going out of the foster care system. It is very important. However, as I said, that it was built on Solana. But Solana, as soon as this happened, they said, yeah, we want to clarify that we are not responsible for this project coming to the network. It's an open network. Anybody can do NFTs. We didn't reach out to Trump or anything. This is all her doing, not our doing. So just to let you guys know that. So Solana is trying to say, yo, anybody can use this. Please don't associate us with any politics. And finally, I recorded this and finally article like four times already because I keep big tonguing my way through it and messing up words and stuttering and blah, blah, blah. And sometimes I just edit it out. But this time I just couldn't edit it out. And this is the fourth time I'm recording this damn article, this headline. And I don't even want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> but I'm gonna. Let's see if I can make it through it this time. Crypto lender Nexo is teaming up with Three Arrows Capital to launch a new crypto credit service backed by valuable non-fungible tokens, NFT items. Okay, the first paragraph is done. Number two. Nexo co-founder Anthony Trenchov said that NFT potentials reaches far beyond art, encompassing ownership, exclusive access, functions, and features. He continued to say, and hopefully I make it through this, as we continue to discover the full scope of this asset class, services like Nexo's lending will be in high demand to unlock NFT's underlying value while allowing users to retain ownership. Oh my god, I did it, finally. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. I'll be back tomorrow with our week end update. And until then, go to Apple Podcasts, leave us some comments so I can see how we're doing. And you can show everybody how great a podcast this is so other people can have confidence to listen to it. And until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone.